Welcome to another episode of Fantasy Frenemies. Here we're on a Thursday night. I, th- this is a big night. Uh, almost, I, I appreciate everybody making uh, today, Friday, Fantasy Frenemies your number one pick for Friday morning on your drive to work. I appreciate that very much. Uh, Kyle Murray might have a little competition as far as a number one pick, I believe. But uh, the fellas are out and about tonight. They actually went to, can I call it a premiere? Even though you guys weren't like in Hollywood or anything, you were watching the premiere of the Avenger Endgame movie uh, in your local theater. Yeah, we can call it premiere. I mean, uh, big movie, big city. It's, It's a big deal. I mean, and, it's, and, the, it's a culmination of 21 movies over the past almost 11 years. And it, it lived up to everything that I, <laughs> I, uh, I wanted it to be. Well, I don't so know, Ray, I don't, would you say the th- same thing, Bobby? I'll have to say the same thing. I know me and my wife went to see it tonight just by ourselves. So we're going to have to take our boys, especially our older boys, uh, to, go, to go see it. Yeah, my son is almost seven, and I think I'm going to surprise him. He he's turned seven on May eighth, and I'm going to surprise. I told him that he was going to have to wait because it's on. It's a over a three hour movie, and I told him that I didn't think he was going to be able to watch a three hour movie in the theater. And but I after seeing it, I I don't I can't hold that from him. Like I have to take him to see it. it okay, it's, well it's. I- <laughs> I, I I get lost. I'll be I I get lost in all the Avenger things, the Marvel thing. I, I don't know what's going on anymore. I probably lost track of things on the second Spider Man movie from who knows how long ago. Twenty years ago, fifteen years ago. You know that whole little Spider Man revamping that they did. Uh, well, and and I, I lost track. I lost track completely. <laughs> well, yeah, you definitely would have definitely lost track because. I mean, here's the nerd coming out of me, but uh, those Spider-Man movies have nothing to do with this this, <laughs> See, MC, yeah. this Marvel universe that these that this movie was a part of. Those I are remember, like were its own separate thing. I remember going and watching Iron Man. I saw Iron Man, I believe, in the theaters, and and then maybe I saw Iron Man too. But when they all started coming at me so fast, I got really, really lost. I didn't have a clue what was going on anymore. Maybe one of you two could publish a list on fantasy frenemies for me. So then I could try and watch those movies in order so I can actually understand what's going on. I don't oh, know. You if have that to. Would, I don't know if I, 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 I would be able to understand everything, but <laughs> you, Bobby, you can, you can put that list on there at fantasy frenemies. Uh, it's spelled F frenemies, F R I E N E M I E S. That's where you can follow us on Twitter. You can also uh, reach us if you'd like to at frenemies at yahoo.com. And we are all over the map now, podcast, Google play, we're Podbean apps. You can download our show. Please. If you do like us, download it, subscribe to us. However, you can get uh, the show into your hands. That'll be a great thing. Guys, we're fourth week into the year. There are some major league standings that we have to go over because those standings have changed just a little bit so far this year. I don't know if you've glanced at them recently or not. I know a week has gone by since the last time. We still have the Tampa Bay Rays sitting on top of the AL East. Surprisingly, the Yankees are in second place. With with all those injuries they have, they're just one and a half games back behind Tampa Bay. That I was really surprised to see that. Yeah, they've been winning some games lately. Yeah, and with the weakness of, I guess you could say, the rest of the 
that division, uh, you can say weakness. I'll, I'll say it in quotation marks uh, because, you know, the Rays are strong. Boston's Boston, but right now everybody in that league is or that division is struggling one way or the other. Yeah, Boston is creeping back up in. They're out of last place now. They're 11 and 15, and Baltimore is finding their settling spot. They're at 10 and 16 in last place in that division, five games behind first. Minnesota is in first place in the AL Central, followed closely by Cleveland, half game back. Minnesota is really on fire, though. I mean, they, uh, they've they lost two in a row, but I just mean the record has been really good this year, and Cleveland's having to play a little bit of catch-up right now. Detroit is still sitting there at 500, and Kansas City is at the bottom of that division, six and a half games back. We have Houston sitting on top of the AL West, and Seattle now is a half game back behind them. Texas is two and a half games back, Oakland two and a half, and the Angels are six and a half games back. No surprises really in any of those two divisions, I don't believe. No, I think Seattle had that hot start, and they've kind of settled back down to earth. They're, they don't really have great pitching, um, and they losing Edwin Diaz to close out games doesn't help. Uh, they've still got pretty good bats, but they've cooled off of late. They're going to have a, a, a definite Achilles heel with their starting rotation at the moment. Um, they're missing a lot of those guys from last year that, that really helped them uh, out. And, you know, Swarzak and Kikuchi is, uh, are okay, but they're not, they're not uh, Diaz and, and Paxton. In the NL East, we have that. I think that's one that, that's going to be one of the tougher divisions in in the major leagues. The Mets are sitting on top of that at thirteen and eleven. Philadelphia at thirteen and eleven is is tied with them, I suppose. Atlanta at twelve and eleven, half game back. Washington eleven and twelve. And you think about the injuries Washington has too. Uh, you know they were counting on Turner to do a lot of running and to be a, a a real good instigator in that offense, and he's been out. If you throw Miami out of that division, it's really tight division. In the NL Central, you have St. Louis at 15 and nine. The Cubs, Cubs are in second place now, 12 and 11, uh, with Pittsburgh at 12 and 11. But I consider them because alphabetically they're above Pittsburgh right now. Milwaukee 13 and 13, and Cincinnati at nine and 14. I don't know how Cincinnati's doing that. We'll go over the team stats in a little bit, and and Cincinnati's team stats are just horrendous right now. Yes, they are. They're getting a, a few guys that are are picking up some steam right now. Uh, I've been watching them with the Braves this uh, this series, um, and they got a few guys that are that are starting to hit. But other than that, they got some problems. Yeah, I picked up I picked up Dietrich today just because not many not many teams are playing today, so it was like slim pickings on the on the waiver wire. But I picked him up just because he's had he's been hot the last week. In the NL West, your Dodgers are sitting on top of there, 16-11, but a surprising team in my eyes anyway. We'll, we'll see this in the team stats in a minute. Arizona is at 15-11 right now, just a half game behind them. San Diego, 14-11, and Colorado, 11-14, and, and so is San Francisco, 11-14. A real tight division right there right now, only four games separating top from the bottom. Yeah, that one's, that one's tough. I think outside of, you know, without if you left out the Giants – I would say those four other teams all have a shot to win that division. And, and not only that, but whoever doesn't win the division has probably a shot to get the second or you know or both wild cards. Really, I mean, uh, yeah. you're going to have you're going to have a lot of a lot of teams looking for playoff spots in the NL. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out because the West and the East 
all have I mean Central too. I mean Central has three teams that are are strong. So somebody's somebody is going to have a really good team. You know, possibly even an eighty-five plus win team and not make the play. I agree. As I look at the team stats right here, I'll just bring a couple of things to light. Uh, Arizona Diamondbacks are leading the league in hits. Now they don't—they're they, not leading the league in games played. That's really like Seattle and Oakland and Los Angeles, but but they're right there behind them at twenty-six games. But they have two hundred and fifty-four hits due to the Diamondbacks. Seattle's in second place at two forty-two, and the Athletics are in third place at two thirty. So the Diamondbacks are just getting hits and spraying that ball all over the field right now. Uh, and that that was really surprising whenever I saw that. Yeah, Adam Jones has been having a good season, but he just uh, he just uh, got pulled in the last game because he got hurt. I, I, I he's on my team, and I uh, I know he's day to day. I don't know if you guys have seen an update or anything about Adam Jones. No, Adam Jones is not high on my radar, but I am sure after seeing this week's uh, statistics on the team statistics, I uh, might be sending you a trade offer pretty soon. He's still day to day. He did. Adam Jones did not play today. He's still day to day. At the bottom of that list, uh, now keep in mind Arizona had two fifty four, Seattle two forty two, Oakland two thirty as far as hits go. Cincinnati's down at the bottom of that list with a hundred and forty seven hits. So far, and the Indians are right there in front of them at 157. Uh, but the the Indians' name right just doesn't fit at the bottom of this list. They really struggling offensively at this point. I think missing uh, Lindor is is uh, one big reason. I mean, they have uh, also have uh, Jose Ramirez, who's been ice cold for most of this first part of the uh, season. So those two big names right there are hurting them badly in the hip hit list home runs uh, leading the league is the mariners brewers are second behind them uh 56 and 51 respectively los angeles dodgers at 46 home runs at the bottom of the list you have the detroit tigers and the cleveland indians and the pittsburgh pirates 14 17 and 18 home runs not a lot of home runs going on in cleveland like i said their bats really seem like they're pretty cold right now uh, the the team swinging for the fences, but some, a lot of times missing. The Mariners, 263 strikeouts. Tampa Bay, 251 strikeouts. That's important because if you're playing in daily fantasy leagues and you're looking to find a pitcher or you're trying to stream pitchers and you need Ks, if you're if if you can find a pitcher playing against Seattle, Tampa Bay, or Milwaukee, you got a lot of Ks coming your way. And Toronto as well. They're right up there at the top. You uh, know st- stuff like that. Uh, those those high strikeout rates. That's what's going to hurt you come if they if you make the playoffs. That's going to hurt you come playoff time because pitchers are not going to throw you the. They've studied your what you like to hit all throughout the season, and they're not going to throw you those balls that you like to hit home runs off of. So if you're always swinging for the fences, it's not going to work well for you um, when the playoffs hit. At the bottom of that list, the. Uh... The Angels are making good contact. Twins are making good contact. Astros are are right there at the bottom of that list as well, not striking out a whole lot every single game. Those teams that are still running are the same teams. Kansas City, Seattle, White Sox are running a lot. They have 20 stolen bases. The Rangers have 20 stolen bases, and the Rays are at 19. If you are expecting steals from any Cincinnati Red, any Philadelphia Philly, any Minnesota Twin, or any L.A. Dodger, not named Cody Bellinger. You are absolutely <laughs> wrong. Uh, the Tim Dodgers have got six stolen bases. They're fourth from the bottom. 
And I think Bellinger has four of those stolen bases, if I'm not yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think Barnes has the other ones. Has the other yeah. two. Uh, I mean, the Reds have got four stolen bases so far this year. Now, we already said they're not getting on base a lot, but still, that's that, that was an interesting stat to me. Yeah, uh, Peraza is their... Peraza is their big stealer now since Hamilton's gone, and yeah. I think he's batting somewhere in the one seventies. Uh, so it's it's not good for their their speed. The Astros are leading the league in average. They have a two hundred and a two eighty two batting average uh, as a team. Two seventy three for the Diamondbacks. The Cardinals are sitting at two seventy for a batting average. The, the Cincinnati Reds, fellas, the Cincinnati Reds batting average one ninety nine right now. Golly. Yeah. I believe it, that, and yet, <laughs> and yet they've taken. Uh, well, they split the series so far with the Braves. The Giants are at two twelve, Indians two thirteen, and the Marlins are at two fifteen. If you are a team, yeah, and and you know Cincinnati, we think of Cincinnati, and they do have some big names on that squad. You know, when we think of them right away, if you're batting below the Miami Marlins. Your uh, Cleveland Indians are batting below the Miami Marlins. That that might mean a couple of things. One, either Cleveland's going to be real cold all year long and their team's not as good, or Cleveland's going to get really hot, and and they're going to get back up to where we're traditionally looking at them over the last several years. Oh yeah, I see. I see some hot streaks. Ramirez, I mean, he had a he had a home run and had four RBIs last night. Like a really good game for him. Hopefully, I'll shake him out of his slump. Um, they got Santana, who's who's been hitting fairly well. So if they can wake up some other bats, they're going to be back in first place and, and take over that division fairly easily. I think Ramirez had a steal tonight, so maybe things are turning around for them. Um, the Cardinals managers, uh, Cardinals manager Tuesday said that Carlos Martinez will pitch in relief whenever he first comes back from the injured list. I know you have a reliever from the Cardinals, uh, Bobby. Uh, do you think that uh, maybe he'll be trying to – get a little save opportunities for Carlos Martinez when he comes back? I don't know. I don't think so. I do just throw in some, some major, major heat. So I don't see anybody taking over that, that save spot for the Cardinals. Clint Frazier ended up on the 10 day DL right after I picked him up. I picked him up, I think Sunday night, right after we got done talking about him, I talked myself into him and then he's been on the DL or he's been out of the lineup ever since. So Clint Frazier, who had some really good, he's, he's now on the DL. Elvis Andreas is going to be back in the, he was back in the starting lineup on Tuesday night against the athletics. He's had a really good year. Uh, he's batting 354 slash line 354, 404, and 561. He's got three home runs, 15 RBIs, four stolen bases, and 12 runs scored just through 21 games this year. So he's he's really doing well this year. Gary Sanchez was activated from the 10-day injured list, so he's back at, uh, at it with the Yankees. I think when the Yankees start getting some of these players back off the injured list, if they've been hanging in there that well, that you look for them to be a really hot team. No doubt, no doubt at all. I mean, big bats and they're hanging tough without them, so looks good for their futures. Angels manager Brad Osmus started. Uh, the, this is the save carousel week, I believe. He said Wednesday that Cody Allen's no longer the team's closer, so uh, closers are starting to get. You know, their weaknesses are starting to come out, and the managers are starting to get a little frustrated. And and I believe we might see some save opportunities going to other people's. Um, mitts, hands, paws. I don't know what you call that. They, they, they may start going in another direction than what was originally intended by the team. Blue Jays manager confirmed Wednesday that top prospect, 
Vladimir Guerrero Jr. will join the team on Friday, tomorrow, today, it depends on when you're listening to this, to make his long-anticipated big league debut against the Oakland Athletics. You guys ready for the Vlad show? I'm ready. <laughs> That's going to be fun to watch. Uh, Chris Paddock, the reason why I mentioned Chris Paddock, he, he allowed only one single hit over seven shutout frames Wednesday in a victory over the Mariners. Great outing by Chris Paddock. I don't, I don't know if either one of you guys saw the picture of Chris Paddock on opening his first pitching. I think he pitched opening day. Am I, am I right on that, Bobby? I, I think so. You're, you're talking about the uh, the cowboy hat and uh, what was oh, it, a leather suit? Oh, that, that was fantastic. I haven't seen an outfit like that since Fitzpatrick wore uh, that, that wide receiver's outfit, went up to the podium after he threw like six touchdown passes in a game. Chris Paddock came strolling into the, the, the stadium in a cowboy hat, a black leather vest, and a big pink tie. And, and I mean, he just looked bad. Uh, I think I still have that on my phone. I look at it every once in a while when I want to toughen up. So maybe we can get that on our Twitter account as well. Just a picture of Chris Paddock, man. He looked really good. I'd like to have somebody like that with that much moxie, that much swagger being in my uh, being my pitcher for my team, my, my, my ace of my staff. I like that. As we look at the week ahead, we have the Padres going against the Nationals. That that's important because Scherzer is sitting right now at one and three. I, Bobby, you have him on your team. Do you have any concerns over Max Scherzer? No, I think he'll he'll recover. I don't know about the win totals with the Nationals this year, but um, he's going to be solid to to keep a hold of. Phillies ought to have a good weekend. They're playing the Marlins this weekend. Athletics and Blue Jays tied up right there in the middle of that uh, division, I believe. And they'll they'll be going at it this weekend. You have the Rays going against the Red Sox, the Brewers versus the Mets, which is that uh, those those guys are both you know right there. Some great great teams battling each other. Rockies and Braves this weekend. I think the Braves faced the Rockies what a weekend or two ago in uh, Colorado, and now they're they're traveling over to Atlanta to face each other. Yes, so it will be a good return trip. Uh, hopefully we can have the same outcome as uh, the Braves did when, when they played in Colorado. Tigers and White Sox play each other, another interdivisional rivalry. Indians versus the Astros. That, that, that With the team statistics that I just gave you, that does not sound bode well for the Indians, I don't believe, this weekend. It doesn't, but if, like I said, if they can get those, uh, those extra bats uh, heated up and welcome Lindor back and he can – continue to hit like he uh, usually does. That that might be an interesting uh, matchup for this weekend. We got the Cubs versus the Diamondbacks, the Rangers versus the Mariners. The Pirates are, are going to L.A. to face the Dodgers this weekend, and the Yankees are in San Francisco. So a couple of good matchups there. If you This week, your, your Cubbies are starting to look like they're starting to put something together. Uh <laughs> with what they did with the Dodgers. I think them against the Diamondbacks this weekend uh, might be pretty good. The Cubs pitching staff is is performing fantastically right now. Uh, Quintana, Dar- yeah, Quintana is doing uh, better than what I thought. We talked about him yeah. earlier in the sure. you know, proved- few episodes ago, and he's pro- proven us wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I put him down major, uh, and he's proved me wrong big time. I mean, there's couple really good out outings and um you know with with this uh, fairly decent matchup for chicago coming up you can you know get another uh, quality start 
Yeah, the the Cubs uh, have have we. I think last week when we were talking about them, the Cubs were in last place, and so over a week's time, they've really come out and firing and, and been able to do a great job with uh, the pitching staff. In particular, has really picked up the pace a little bit. Lester's back too. Lester pitched a really good. He pitched a great game uh, today. I think yes. it, it was a it was a losing effort, but a uh, low scoring game, but. Uh, yeah, he looked really good. Well, thank you for joining us for another edition of Fantasy Frenemies tonight. And what's, this show was a little different. We've had the we had the draft tonight. We had uh, a premiere of movies tonight, so it was a little bit different. We appreciate you hanging in there with us. We'll be back again on Sunday night to look at what happened over the weekend. I think everybody will be back in. The whole crew will be back in on Sunday, so we'll be able to have a a, a regular show. But you can reach us in the meantime. Uh, at Fantasy Frenemies at Yahoo.com or you can follow us on Twitter at F Frenemies F Frenemies and Frenemies is spelled F-R-I-E-N-E-M-I-E-S you can also just download us like us, subscribe to us all over any kind of platform 